Rogers took away. Yes, for this. Get your money's worth. Now, Pelicans fall 118-114. Podcast presented by Birdsaw Law Firm, the official lawyers of Blue Crew Media, located at 918 Poitier Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504-523-5413. Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Blue Crew Media. Um, let's just get into it. Blue 24-point lead. Devin Booker's 458. Uh, we'll go with Chaz, and leader on the Schmidt. Um Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook and also Comfy Burger located at 4600 for Red Street. They've given up Chaz 40 offensive rebounds in the last three games. 40. Yeah, um, that's really it's really concerning. Um, per, I don't think that's the way we the reason we lost, but it's it certainly plays a factor. I think by the time we started really giving up those offensive boards, the game had really been off his rails. But look, I said this before. Uh, Najee and Devontae Graham are the two best guys on this team as far as boxing out. You got a 6'6 power forward with a T-Rex wingspan. You got JV who can't, you know, JV does what he can. You know, JV had some really good rebounds in the first half. But when the in the second half, and of course it's not just this game, but it's just this team, the energy isn't there. Like they just they just get in this days, this day in the headlights, and all those physical limitations, that wingspan, Larry Nance being six seven, those things start to show themselves. Um, you've seen it you've seen it earlier this season with um when we played the Mavericks and Maxi Keebler got all those rebounds in the fort. It's just this team has a size issue at the five and at the four, and it, it needs to be addressed. Schmidt, I'm going to go to Lito here, but I want to read Schmidt's tweet because I think it's important because Lito and I were just talking about this. So this is the actual stat, Lito. JV was 5 of 7 in the first quarter. In the first quarter, he was 5 of 7. After that, he got two shot attempts the rest of the game. I thought it was one. So, all right. That, <laughs> all right. Um, <clears throat> why go away from what works? You were bludgeoning them to death in the first half. Why do you go away from what works? When you see the the whatever the, the 24-point lead, right? Why not make it a focus to get that man the ball so he can get into the rhythm again? Obviously, like you saw how the game was going when when JV was involved. We just go away from that. We trade baskets, we trade threes for threes we trade we 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 find out Josh Kogi is the best offensive rebounder of all time in NBA <laughs> history like it is insane bro like I don't understand that I don't I don't I don't know Schmidt says this often and I'm and I'm and I'm a, and I and I agree with him with this point man it's like yo if you're not gonna trust JV if you're not gonna trust Willie you you Jackson is unplayable find a big that we can play I love Larry Nance to death. I love Larry Nance to death. So this is not like a, a shot at him, but like on the board with his minutes in, in, in clutch time, it feels like we get killed. And it's not Larry's fault. It's how the mm-hmm. game, it's how the it's how the it's how the game went. Cause you you blitz Booker, right? So that means it's two people, somebody has to rotate, it's a scramble drill at that point, and we just didn't have the height or the bodies to Take care of it. Shumit, go ahead. Larry Nance had zero shot attempts tonight. <laughs> that was another step. No, no field goals taken. 
Um, I think this this game was another example of Willie re- reverting to his default habits when things get tight. Uh, we saw we've seen it a lot. We saw it a lot last year. The biggest moment I think we all remember was the the Tony Snow substitution in the play-in game. Uh, I think everyone remembers that. Um, but you know, this is he he's he has a consistent track record of subbing in defense first, quote unquote, defense first players, wings who are limited on offense, can't create, can't shoot, putting out lineups that struggle to beat people off the dribble or just generate good looks. And it's a lot of, hey, CJ, please go do something. Hey, Zion, please go do something. Or to a lesser extent, hey, Jose, please go do something. Those are your three main guys that are really breaking the defense down, generating looks for others or the themselves but when you do that and you start playing oh oh my god this guy you know has made a few buckets in a row we got to go cool him down and you punt on your own offense that that's what loses the game to you because if booker kept on scoring at the rate he was going phoenix went on a 26-6 run and and if the pelicans had scored 15 points in that stretch instead of six 17 points 13 points you know it's a different ball game you just need to keep scoring Booker's not going to outscore you by himself if your offense is working. But if you keep freaking out about the fact that he's doing this and you keep subbing in all of these quote unquote defensive players who sometimes when you play against a great player and Booker is a a very great player, he's one of the league's best scorers. They're going to have nights where they just go off like that. And it's on you to not overreact and and run your sets and run a coherent offense. Um, go to what's been working. JV was working, right? So if, if you're going to have Larry Nance out there, like the whole advantage of teams playing small is, is to just run other teams off the court and make the offense so strong that they can't play their big, right? Like that's the whole advantage of going small. And the Pelicans never capitalize on that advantage of going small. The only purpose they go small is because they don't trust their other guys to play defense. So it's just for defense purposes. And, and let's say you do get a stop. Who's getting the rebound? So you got to get another stop that possession, a third stop that possession. That's just, it's tough. It's, it's tough to overcome. Hey, y'all, y'all make great points. I want to read this tweet and then Chaz will get into you. But Devin Booker was asked about talk, taking the last shot at the buzzer after Zion Williamson's last second dunk a few games ago. With a straight face, he said, just playing till the end. So you can tell this is a rivalry. You can tell. I, I want to see them in the playoffs. Give me a seven-game series. Chaz, um, once again, I'm I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding this. Three minutes left. Zion makes a driving layup, cuts the lead to two. They're down two. After that, he didn't attempt another shot until uh fuck. Twenty-seven seconds. Yeah, about twenty-seven seconds. Um, I'll say I, this. What, what are we doing here, man? Just give him the ball in the last two and a half minutes and get out of the way. He makes well, the right decision. The Larry Nance dump off was great, but then next possession they go to CJ McCollum and guess what? It's yeah, a turnover. Caught up um, every time. But again, like I said this, I said this last show, and uh, it's like three shows in a row. I could just, I could just play it on on tape delay, right? Sometimes when the team is winning and you know you got a coach, it's it's a coincidence. I, I, I don't think um I think some of the mistakes you see late in games are a byproduct of the staff not necessarily knowing how to win in close games. Um 
I think sometimes this team – look, happened with the last two Suns games. You were up by, I think, double digits, and the Suns came back. You're just happy to win those games. Sometimes the result is going to be random. It's been a bad process consistently. It's been consistently a bad process. You ha- If you're not – like, again, you're not going to play JV – all right, just throw Willie out there. Give give Utah a different look. You don't want to do that. All right, look, Willie. I mean, I'm sorry, Larry. Larry's been good, but he's overmatched. He's getting run into the ground. And tonight, you had you had guys that just no one knew what to do when when the blitz started. Like when Phoenix started scoring, and Zion wasn't on the floor, and CJ wasn't. He his hot streak had ended. No one knew what to do. You can't keep counting on Dyson Daniels hitting threes. You can't count on her Jones hitting threes. I thought Zion made the right basketball play at the end of at the end of the game. But my thing is this: it shouldn't even have gotten to that point. I don't like today with the Colts and the Vikings. I don't care what happened in overtime. You shouldn't be in overtime. Even if you would have won that game, you still played terribly. Because you let them come back. It was, it was, and what happened today was just a byproduct of what's been happening all season. And I feel like the staff is lost. I, I, I don't think, I don't think it's a talent roster issue. I feel like it's a staff issue. And I, I think, I, I don't know how, how to correct it in season at so, this point. So, Lito, we, you know, Chaz mentioned something, Schmidt mentioned something that's kind of like the same thing, right? There, There's a blitz, there's this, this avalanche of just, you know, Devin Booker going off or maybe Jordan Clarkson going off, right? And you need that stopper. Well, that stopper, in my opinion, has been out for the last 10 games with a stub toe or a great toe sprain or whatever he's got going on there. Um, is Brandon Ingram – listen, I don't know how hurt he is. I know he has the injury history. I love Brandon Ingram, as you all all know. He's probably my favorite player. Uh but Lito, this team needs him because he is that guy. He's the, I, I keep saying this, he's the fucking missing piece. When shit hits the fan, he's the guy. I, y- y'all, y'all like go like this and that. Like, he's the guy. <laughs> he's the guy. I keep telling everybody this. Oh, Brandon Ingram is the guy. Lito, go ahead and Schmidt. Oh, is Lito muted? Lito, you're muted. Hold sorry, on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My go bad. ahead, bro. My bad. As far as far as the stopper goes, I I don't I don't I don't know about that. But but what I do know is crazy, bro. What, crazy. what I what I do know is it definitely would have helped when you have these laws in 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 yes. being on a in, in bro that 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 run where where we couldn't get a bucket. It felt like for twelve. You talking about the third quarter there? Was it late third? Yes. Yes. That that brand of basketball is so infuriating. And it's 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 crazy because, like, you know, Zion always wins his one-on-one matchups. There's not a matchup that Zion can't win, right? But like when you kick it out to let's say player X and he's open or or consistently open and he does not make the shot or does not swing it into a better play, right? Also, what hurts is Zion creates a look. Zion creates a look. Player X is hesitant to do certain things. Zion has to recreate the offense. You have to restart it. The shot clock is running low. Definitely want Brandon back because, of course, Brandon will help with that. Like, Brandon Brandon would, would 
Brandon should win his matchups also. Like there, there shouldn't be a one-on-one matchup that Brandon can't win. Um, however, again, if you're asking me about the stopper, I, 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 y'all, y'all, y'all just forget what he did last year. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm absolutely when, shocked. When you say stopper, what, when you say stopper what do you mean? Oh. You I, mean yeah, like I'm thinking you talk like the run stopper. You mean like if yeah, they like, like run and he's like. Like right, scores, right. could you? Okay, you we just, couldn't you score in the third quarter. I'm thinking no. that he's another option to like. No, I'm saying, get when you going. say stopper, people associate that with defense. That's, that's how. Why, I, that's how. That's I why we confused. Bleed, stopping the bleeding, you know, right. like you heard yeah. that phrase, like stopping the bleeding. I mean, maybe well, I fucked that one up. So a band aid. Yeah, right. he's he is my band aid, <laughs> Schmidt. <laughs> I, you had mentioned. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted. I wanted to bring this point up, uh, but y'all, you and Mason are going to talk about this tomorrow. Um, and you know, Chaz and Lita have also talked about it, but you talk about a big, an athletic big. Uh, if they're not gonna trust JV, right? You know, trade market wise, who do you think fits without you know ruining your show tomorrow? But who are you gonna because I know you you did a show on Mo Bamba, um, yeah. he's a possible target, but who who do you think uh can help this squad? Yeah, I mean, look, I it's it doesn't even have to necessarily be some uber uber athletic big. It's just got to be someone they trust on the court. And with JV, it's a twofold thing. They don't trust him on offense. You, you see that with his shot attempts. You see that with his usage. They don't. They think he mucks up the spacing, which it, you know I think to Chaz's point, the staff's got to be better on that. The process has got to be better on that. You got to find a way to get creative with your bigs and utilize them. Um, in, in, you know, he can't just be a seven foot tall decoration on the court, like the four for three quarters, like that's not how JV works, but two, like, if that's how you want him to work, then you got to go find the spacer, you know, like they, the, the, what I think would like the type of big that they would play is someone that can give you some semblance of shot blocking, but more importantly, can like space the floor. So like right now they have, they're having to play Larry because the spacing is in their eyes better. And, and to be fair, like those units are scoring really well um, for the most part. But part of the reason they're scoring really well is they're going up against opponent benches in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at the end of third quarters and whatnot, there's Larry, there's Larry's arm units. They're blitzing opponent benches and, and you're going to score really well. You better score really well against opponent benches like that. But when the game gets close, you know, we've seen at the end of games, we've seen in overtime, they struggle. And, and, and a lot of that's because they're, it lets the opponent play a real big on the court, um, defend, Larry with it and just camp in the paint. So Zion's running into a wall every single time. Like right, like this game, Biombo should not have been on the court, been able to stay on the court when the Pelicans went small. Right? There's no reason. And and if you so okay, let's say you don't trust JV out there. It's a guard that pick and roll or to stick with Biombo. Right? Let's say you don't trust him. Then don't bail him out by putting Larry in there, who's going to take zero shots and not be an offensive threat. Just stick. Just put Zion at center. Like, like if you don't trust Zion to guard Larry uh, for Bismack um, uh, in, in the pick and roll, one, that's a problem. Two, if Bismack's the one beating you, then Devin Booker's not. Like, that guy's a yeah. 40% foul shooter. And, and the, the, you know, you could put him at the line. You could do literally anything. And, and you know, you put, put Z out there, put a shooter out there, put, put Trey out there. And I promise you that offense wouldn't have gone stale, right? But so there's just too many things where they, I feel like they leave change on the table. Uh, but to answer your question about the big, you know, I brought up I brought up Przingis today on Twitter, that. which which had crazy reactions from like people being in love with the tweet to people like just ha- absolutely hating it. Um, I think, you know, you, like you said, you brought up Bamba. Uh, I, I think there's an argument to be made if this is how you're going to use 
JV, then you don't need a true center. What if you go and upgrade JV with John Collins, right? Like your offense just lean all the way into one style of play. And then when you need to hit the Larry Nance button to go small and get your defense, right? Then you do that. Um, right. When you, when you need to get some buckets, you can go throw those Dyson Herb Najee lineups at people and, and, and just to stop them when you need to, but like you put, you put John Collins out there. Yeah. Like your rebounding probably takes a hit. He's not that bad of a rebounder. You can still get rebounds. It probably takes a hit with JV um, out. Your defense might be a wash to be honest. Like, I don't know. Like it, JV is underrated in my opinion in as, as a drop big, he does a really good job of that and like getting the rebound, which is a good part of defense and just occupying space. But Collins is mobile and he lets you play different styles. Like you can hedge and recover. You could, you know, blitz pick and rolls. You can uh, play drop. If you want to, you could probably even switch with Collins a little more, you know, more so than you can do with JV. So I'm just looking at bigs who are on the trade market. Obviously Deandre Ayton, someone that's on the trade market. Um, I know, I know fives brought that (laughs) up before. Uh, we've all discussed Aiden at some capacity, one you know, one way or another. Um, I, do I see Phoenix moving off of him without getting like a star in return? Not this year. Maybe in the summer they go in a different direction. Maybe they feel like you know they can get picks or something. Um, I, I, I'm just not with it on the Miles Turner train. That's just I, no, I don't think I, that's the solution. Um, no, no, yeah, but you know, I, I, think, I, I, think, I don't think that's yeah. I, they, they I don't think that's the solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they, not the solution. Um, Chaz, one Wait, thing I'm seeing. Can I, can I, can I, can I ask yeah. a, Can I add it? I, I just want to ask y'all a question. I just want to, I just want to make sure my eyes aren't deceiving me. This is the same coaching staff who saw JV play last year without Zion, right? And you saw what he could do when he's involved, right? So what the hell is the difference? There, there really isn't a difference, and yeah, you know, we've we've talked about that a little bit, but it's it's it's. This is what's gonna be my next point to Chaz is was that and I'll, I'll answer your question too, Lido. Is because I'll let you go too. Uh, what's frustrating is CJ McCollum has three points in the second half. JV has two shot attempts and doesn't score in the second half, and they just go away from it for no good reason, right? They kind of panic as Schmidt and Chaz have been saying. But Chaz, I see a lot of people talking on Twitter that you know, the free throw discrepancy and the referees. And listen, man, when you, when you blow a 24 point lead, the fuck the refs, like you lost the game. Like you yeah. lost the game. You I was surprised Willie brought that up in the press conference. I'm like, well, you I know be that's that. blowing up. But, he usually uh, never goes like, Willie gotta be better than that. Yeah. But you know, Chaz Monty bitches about it last week. Coach green kind of responds tonight and says, well, you know, Devin Booker had more free throw attempts than our entire team. Um, I mean, can you blame the refs? I'm, I'm so glad you threw me that alley. Uh, that was a good alley there. Because, again, I'll say this. When Monty was here, he wasn't a very good coach. He was okay, right? But, again, you find yourself in a similar situation. You, it's hard to be awful when you got uh, Tyreek Evans and Anthony Davis and Ryan Anderson and Eric Gordon. And Monty, injuries played a huge factor, but Monty still found a way. Again, sometimes the staff just isn't good. Like, I I said this again. I've been saying this for a couple shows. Willie Green reminds me of Monty Williams so much, right? If Willie Green was to leave tomorrow and go become an assistant somewhere, eventually he will become a very solid to good coach, right? But, again, it's so – it's just – with the JV thing. You you know what the issue is with this this staff and this team – 
Um, with Brandon coming back to your to your point with Brandon, yes, Brandon does care some issues as far as you know, um, the ball, like you know, scoring droughts. He does. It's like death by a thousand paper because Brandon is a very dynamic scorer. But the issue I feel like is this team is still not smart. This <laughs> still is isn't a very smart team, right? Like they don't know how to win. They got. Just they don't even know to file up three with like three seconds left. Okay. They, they, they just they, they're just not smart, man. So there's gonna be a ton of issues. Like, all right, with JV for JV specifically. All right, yes, the paint is crowded now. It's hard for JV and uh CJ and Brandon. I don't think they're a good fit and Zion because all those guys tend to occupy the same space. It was JV's three point shooting was overstated last year. If you look at the second half of the year, even with her, we kind of fell off a cliff a little bit. So it's overstated. But why not run the offense primarily through JV when Zion's not on the floor? I why don't not get give it. JV, I just don't get it. Why man. not I give really JV don't. some run with that second unit? Could you bring in Larry, like first off the bench, Larry and Dyson first off the bench? And even if we did get a John Collins or like a, a, a good role player, I don't trust the staff to even play the motherfucker. I don't even trust the staff to play him. Dog, it's just, it's the staff. Yo, all right, let me ask this. All right, I don't know what I'm not even going to ask. I don't know. No, you gotta, 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 gotta ask this. I'm going to ask this. Okay, at this point, <laughs> does Eric Spostra lose with, lose with the game? Does Eric Spostra make the same mistakes? That you see this staff make uh, with oh, the Eric Spolster year two or Eric Spolster now? I think yeah, he won a I ring. No, Pat Riley won that ring year <clears> one. <throat> yeah, but, Pat Riley he replaced Dan Van Gundy and then okay. Eric Spolster yeah, won. But but here's won. the thing: I'm not saying that there isn't room for growth. Clearly, there there is room for growth. What I'm what I am saying is it's hard for me to judge if you're a good coach or not when you got all this talent. Because it don't seem like the team is learning anything. It's, it's small fundamental shit. Zion, you got to box out. What's his name, uh, Lito? Okay. Okay. You got to box him out, Zion. Coach, call a timeout. It's Coach, they, you, you, the lead is under 20, Coach. The lead is under, Coach, they scored again, Coach. Chaz, I got to interject. Out, I got to interject. I know you're big on a timeout. I've coached probably 1,000 games. The timeout isn't this, like, superpower that just, like, no, I but, okay. momentum. I now, look, that, that, may, that may be true, but here's the thing. We've seen not calling a timeout not work. That's very why, true. Why don't why don't we try something a little different this That's very time? True. Lito, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Lito, this I feel like this is your type of podcast, Lito, because we're talking JV. I've been I've been pretty bad on him, but you know it's funny. I actually looked at some film the uh, last couple games, and we're missing him on just opportunity after opportunity after opportunity tonight. They give him the opportunities, and my God, he takes advantage of it. I mean, he was incredible in the first quarter, and then you just go away from it. So, yes, to your point, Chaz, to your point, Schmidt, like that's a staff problem. Someone's got to be there on the fucking bench. I, I know Willie Green has a lot of like lot stuff going on, but you got to give him the ball. You, you know, going back to when you when you ask, like, you know, like, why? Why is this happening? What What is it? What is makes this year different than last year? And and here's what I'll say is. It's, it started changing after the CJ trade, after Nance got healthy, right? You, you saw this happen in the playoffs. They started going to Nance. Uh, they're like, oh, Nance can guard CP3 out there. CP3 went 13 for 13. Um, did not work. Aiton still gave them whatever, you know, 85% from the field. Did not work, right? Um, but 
in my opinion, and this is only my opinion, CJ and Nance walking into this team, they carry a certain voice. And and they've also elevated that voice for, for good reason, because they needed that kind of leader to those kind of leaders to come in, rally, you know, like bring the locker together, really push them over the edge for the playoff run, but also kind of put the, the city on the map, be these like vocal advocates. And they've done a tremendous job at that. And they have paid them handsomely to be those guys. But what's also come with that is, you know, their version, their imprint on what the team should look like and play like. And, and in my opinion, again, totally unsourced, Willie Green being second year head coach is impressionable to vets like them. They're, they are vocal vets and they have a certain style. You know, you, you, you've seen the Larry Nance interviews and he's brought this up multiple times. Like, oh, Toronto can go 6'9". We can do that too. Like, we got all these switchable guys. Toronto's a bad basketball team right now. This team should not want to be Toronto because, and even Zach Lowe commented on it, the, they don't rebound the ball. They don't shoot threes well. They try to beat you by tricking you into, like, you know, like bad shots with switching and then running in transition. That doesn't work against good teams. And any team with, like, a credible big, they kill you. And you're seeing that, you know, when, when Fred Van Vliet isn't hitting his shots, they got no creation on the court. We've seen that with CJ not hitting the shots, right? It looks ugly out there. And Zion's got to do everything, just like Pascal Siakam's got to go do everything. And you got all these other wings, and what do they do? They don't rebound. <laughs> they, they, they don't score. They don't do anything else. And 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 so to me, part of that, part of the CJ extension, part of the Larry extension is has been, you know, them being in coaches here and, and leaving, you know, hey, we should play this way. This is where the league is trending. The league isn't trending towards 6-9 ball. All the best teams in the league play huge, right? The Celtics, they're at their best when they play Robert Williams and Al Horford together. The Bucks, Brooke Lopez is dominating the paint right now. Giannis, when they go small, it's Giannis and Bobby mm-hmm. Portis. That's still huge. Right. That is bigger than anybody the Pelicans got outside of JV, right? Um, uh, who, who, who's Memphis. They're playing Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson together, Santi Adama. They're huge. All of these teams are playing big. You got to go through the Nuggets. You got to go through yeah. um, the Sixers if you want to be good. It's literally Brooklyn, Golden State, and the Clippers, who their preferred method is going small. Like that is their way of beating you because they got no other way of doing it. And, yeah, and we've I mean, seen. And I'm going to cut you off, but like you mentioned the Clippers and the Warriors that have like two of the best tandem, like, you know, Curry and Thompson and then Kawhi yeah. and Paul George, right? This like, this isn't different. Right. Willie Green comes from the Warriors system. There is no Steph Curry on this team. There is no Clay Thompson on those te- this team. Like you can play all the switch, everything defense you want. The reason, you know, Draymond could function out there. One, he's, he's that good of a defensive talent. Two, mm-hmm. they ran those bigs off the court because everybody was hitting threes. Like they were taking threes and, and, and the whole thing was three is greater than two. Right. And then teams got to sell out and get switchable defenders to match up with them to run them off the three point line. And then they killed you in the paint. Cause Steph Curry, he's, he's, a very, very, very good finisher at the rim. Um, Looney's catching all these alley-oops from, from Draymond coming down that short row. So, like, you can't generate that kind of offense without also generating those looks from three and also having those kind of players. Like, the Warriors tricked everybody in, a, a, like, getting all of these, like, six, seven, three and D guys, but they don't work for other teams because they don't got the creators right. and the shooters and the Warriors. Right. Exactly. Do. And exactly. Zion, Zion has the gravitational pull 
of, of someone that is like Steph's caliber, just on a different part of the court, but he draws that kind of attention yeah. and you're wasting that attention. If you don't put the shooting around him or and if you don't want to put the shooting around him, then play big, get a big that works, be like force teams into submission on the glass, get the offensive rebounds, win the math game in a different direction. You can't lose the math game, both on the glass and the three point line. That just, that yeah. can't be right. That's just, that's just a killer. I mean, yeah, Lito, I'll let Lito go. Go ahead. I was just going to say, just to add on to Schmidt's point about tall ball, you said the Clippers like to play small, right? Okay, so when the Clippers do play big, when they do get Zubox involved, you get a 30-30 game from them, right? Two things, two other things. To add on to your point, you watch tape, we don't, we don't, we miss JV. You don't say. You don't say. I I, I had no idea. I I I I had not seen that at all. Well, me and you've been going back and forth on it, so I wanted to like I no, wanted no, no. to see where and you were is, coming this from. This is this is not to you. I'm saying in general, like if you if you watch these games, like this, this motherfucker is seven one, bro. It's not it's not it's not hard to to get him the ball, right? He <clears throat> secondly, I see a lot of there's a lot of trade, you know, JV talk, whatever, whatever. Guaranteed, you trade JV, we play him on his new team. He dominates us. Who guards him? <laughs> He's gonna give you 30 20. He's gonna put out the Zubach. To both of y'all point, it's like even when you talk about Brooklyn going small, right? It's like, yo, like Kevin Durant, seven foot tall, like Nick Claxton. <laughs> Nick Claxton is fucking Ben like, Simmons. He's yeah, huge. Ben Simmons. Like, right. I don't Joe know. Harris what, is 6'8. I don't know why. I don't know if people haven't looked at the updated like NBA.com. Brandon Ingram is 6'7. You have people still calling Brandon Ingram 6'10, 6, like he's seven foot tall. He's nothing like Kevin Durant. He's not, he's not that tall. That's not that's not who he is. He's not a very strong rebounder. He's a decent rebounder. Brand, he always and, turns know, into Brandon Ingram. No, thing. no, I'm I don't saying, even know how he got I, no, no, I'm saying because because <laughs> I'm about to go to Zion too. It's like, yo, again, you have a 6'6 man with a below-average wingspan at the four who isn't a strong defensive rebounder. Like, you know, it's, it's like, come on. It's just... So, Chaz, let, let me cut you off here because I want to know your thoughts, and I'm going to lead up and Schmick and close it. Then what do you need for trade deadline? What do you need? You can well, get two options. Do you need a rim protector and a three-point shooter? Do you need a, another defender? What, what do you need? What does this team need to address? Personally, I'm for going all offense. I've been saying it all offseason, not lean into your strength with this person, this current personnel. You're never going to be a good defense anyway. As long as you got CJ and Zion, and if if you keep JV, because I personally, I would like to keep JV to the offseason and trade him as an expiring. But if you, as long as you got CJ and Zion and guys like that on the floor, you're never going to be a strong, a really strong defense. And as long as you got Herb and Dyson on the floor, you're never going to be a really good three-point shooting team. I say you lean totally offensive. You go get John Collins, do it. If you look at John Collins' contract, his percentage of the cap is declining every year. Like it's not a bad, it's not a bad contract. And I think because the only issue I think people have is like they might say a personality issue, like he might not want to reduce role, or they might say defense. But I'll say this: I don't care if everyone likes each other on the on the team. If you're not winning, I don't like you. <laughs> like I, I don't like I don't care if like all y'all get along. I, that that's irrelevant to me, right? If you if because if, if you lose, no one's gonna be happy that oh they you know they lost, but they all went to dinner later. No one cares about that. Go get some offense. Go get some talent, man. Figure it out later. Like and that, that's why I'm at with it. Lito, and then we get to Schmidt close it out because Schmidt's gonna love this. It's always a math problem. Once again, <laughs> the Suns shoot forty one threes. 
the Pelicans shoot 30 and then they get out rebounded 10 to four. Like it, it, it now turns into a math game, Lito. I mean, you can't, you can't consistently lose this battle every single night and expect to win. And then also, I mean, Jesus, but uh, you know, the sun shot 35 free throws, to the Pelicans 13. So, uh, the Pelicans made 14 threes. Yeah, made four, made one less. Imagine if we put up 41 threes. How many, how many Trey put up tonight? Like, I sorry, think he put, up eight, off. he put up eight shots in general. So I don't, he, I don't he know. He put how up many. four. He four put threes? up four threes. Can, can, I, can, I interject, can I interject while we look up the stats real quick? Yeah, yeah. I know you wanted to close with me, but I feel like this is this is important. You, okay, you, brought up, you brought up the math problem. <laughs> this is this is how you can tell the math problem's messed up. All right. So the Pelicans had 77 shot attempts tonight. Suns had 83. They shot five more times than you did. You lost the math problem there. Okay, cool. <laughs> they also got to the line 35 times to the Pelicans 13. Okay, you lost the math problem on that one too. And then we already <laughs> talked about the threes. You lost the math problem on the threes. And then you lost the math problem on the glass. So you lost the math problem in yeah. every possible way you could lose the math problem. Every possible way. <laughs> and that is, um, and I think Chaz has been saying this, like the inability to stick to an identity and decide who you want to be. It's reacting in the moment like, oh, this is kind of working. Let me go, you know, throw this defender out there because this guy's getting hot, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's, it's not sticking to your game plan or leaning into your strengths in any kind of way. That's, that's all I got to say. Well said. Lito, go ahead. No, I mean, I agree. I think <laughs> I agree. I agree with, with Chaz and Schmidt on that. I, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like the problem is like, like you talk about the trade deadline, right? Like you talk about the trade deadline, but like, I don't know what type of player we need to trade for because I don't know who we want to be. I think we need to figure that out first before I can <laughs> tell you like what kind of player we want because yeah. hell, you trade John. You, let's say we do get John Collins, right? Like, let's let's say Willie decides or the staff decides he not he's not as good a spacer as they thought maybe he was, right? So then you still play Larry Moore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know who who. How do we want to play? How do we want to play basketball? I'm gonna say this, y'all. The calls are coming from inside the house. The calls are coming from inside the house. It's the problem is a top-down problem. I keep saying this. Bro. I need. I just need. I need a, a collage of just this. Bit, down. You know? It's from the top down, bro. Like again, to Lito's point, you get John Collins or Mobamba. Even if you get Mobamba, who I'm a fan of, you're gonna see back to back to back to back to back DMPs. Coaches decision. I'm telling you, it's, it's gonna ha- it's going to happen. And you go, and we're gonna be like, damn, he can't get a few minutes. It's gonna happen. It's it's sad, but it's gonna happen. It's hey, hey, Lito, do you think Billy needs minutes? Because he is a rebounding machine. I listen. He can, he can rebound a ball. Yeah. I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I was pitching it to you. I, I, I mean, yeah, bro, he's a Euro basket MVP. He's he's the only MVP. He's the only MVP on the team. He's, he's the only MVP on the team. That's right? an actual fact. It's that fact. is a fact. I'm not making that up. He's a he's a walking double double. He's not great at he's not great at the other side of the floor. However, he could have kept Josh Okogie off the boards tonight. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, not he playing him isn't working, <laughs> right? So like, fuck. I mean, at this is, point, is it crazy, Schmidt? Yeah, I mean, like. There's there's solutions on the roster, and it goes back to what Lito says. They got to decide what kind of team they want to be. 
and and whether that's playing JV more. Like they could let JV foul out. Who cares? They're not gonna sit, play him in overtime. Just let him foul out. Like right. Um, I, I'm not as, as as big of a believer in in, in Billy Hernan Gomez, but at this point, try something. Right. Like you, you're getting consistently beat on the glass. So they have to decide what what is their team identity, and and how they want to move forward with it. Uh, I'm completely with all of y'all on that front. Um, definitely with Chaz when he says, I hope they make it offensive, uh, offensive oriented, because there's no way it's any team in the league that can guard you. Because it goes back to the fact that they have the defenders to go small and defend in those, like at those end of game situations if they need to. Or, you know, like, like just press that button for, for six minute stretch. Okay, like we're just going to switch everything, throw off your whole game plan. They got the versatility. So um, one thing I will say is what, what, if you look at David Griffin's transaction history and the way he's acted at deadlines, and if you list, if you look at some of the stuff where he's given interviews on how like he views team building, he's obsessed with the idea of big skilled players who can shoot over the top of other people. Like you know, you can't contest that kind of stuff. Um, but if you can't find that big skilled player, he's consistently throughout his career invested assets in acquiring big men, right? So they drafted Tristan Thompson at four. They traded for Kevin Love. They traded two picks for Mozgov. Um, they, you know, you come come to New Orleans, you're immediately picking up favors in, into your cap space, right? Then you trade a pick for Steven Adams. Now you're going for, for, you know, you trade another pick for Jonas. They have consistently, at every stage, he's trying to figure out, you know, which one of his big men work. And if he feels like it's not working, he's a meddler at, at the deadline. Like, I know he's definitely someone that doesn't, sit still even if things are going well um like you know they came off a finals run and they fired david black right like this i mean he, he's Stan it's a different situation yeah what i mean stan van gundy got off yeah, van gundy yeah i mean it's it's, I mean, it's a different bad, situation but... with lebron on those one-year deals like there's a different level of pressure which right. is, does not exist here because they haven't even made you know they haven't won anything meaningful yet um but i don't expect him to sit still and knowing the kind of players he likes I would not be shocked, you know, if this this looks a little different at the deadline, even if the Pels still are second or third in the West at that point. And 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 to that point, like you have enough draft assets to where you can make a swing and fail on that swing and still have leftover for another swing. Like people are delusional when it comes to thinking how like title how long title windows last. Title windows do not last. And and if you have a chance to open one up this year, you should. You absolutely should. Go for it. Um, Chaz didn't kill me for this comment, but uh, <laughs> the Pelicans are 8-11, second in the West, so I know they lost three in a row, but, you know, I mean, last couple of years, we usually be 3-16, 5-20. Oh, no. Justin, you Chaz would be the me. best point guard on the Pelicans. I'm so glad you said that, because I, like, I don't, you ain't got to finish it. Point. You ain't even got to finish it. That was a hell of an alley, right? Hell of an alley. Dude, I'm going to say this. If you're like dehydrated and you're real thirsty, anything you drink is gonna taste good. It's gonna it's gonna nourish you. You be like, oh, thank God, sour milk. That doesn't mean <laughs> sour. That doesn't mean sour milk is good, right? It just you're just happy to be drinking something. <laughs> if the pals are failing, they've given themselves a lot of room for error because you're such a talented team. I, I believe once they figure it out, they're gonna be incredible. But it's still, there were there were there were blatant flaws with this roster going into the season. There were mistakes. People didn't staff. want Dejounte Murray, Chad. People didn't well, want. The, people didn't want people, Kevin Durant. People didn't want Kevin Durant. They still don't want Kevin Durant. 
You know, you know, you know what people say to me at the just the suggestion that you know CJ would be a really good, really good six man. You know, it would give Brandon and Zion room to operate. People feel don't like, hear that shit. Feel like people, I heard that before. Th- this is a fifteen deep roster, fifteen man deep roster, according to some people. But that all that being said, look, I, I'll say this: thirty I'll seconds, and we got to wrap. Up. All that, all that being said, I do think um, the team needs desperately to lean one way or the other i think you're going to get to a point where certain contracts start to age poorly and you got the assets now you're not you don't know what's gonna happen with this lakers pick why wait the west is hurt that's why you second right now because the clippers ain't shit that's why you second because denver can't figure it out you're not better than those teams necessarily they're hurt take advantage of the wounded so i think you should go get cat go get collins if possible go this you might as well do it why not I was talking about my friend today, man. Like the West is down. This is your this is your chance right here. Yeah. And, um, and that was cat anyway. Yeah, sell out, was, sell out on offense is what y'all saying. Go all offense. You ain't gonna never be good defensively. All offense. offense. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of Boo Crew Media. Uh, bet five dollars on any NFL team or NBA team to win, and you can win one hundred fifty dollars in free bets by using code Boot. Um. Yeah. Bucks Monday. I think um, we might win that game. I told you we get we get up for stars. We it's, it's Devin good. Booker's a star. We got go ahead. Uh, hey, but look uh, how we played early. You put you got two. You got two. You got three. Two huge men on on Milwaukee's team, and JV is not gonna play. So that's all that. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. See, I, it went back to the Denver game, and I was like, how they choose to play Jokic is gonna tell me like how they want to do it. And they didn't want to play Billy. They didn't want to play. Yo, I mean, Jonas kept on getting in foul trouble. That's right. the only reason Billy played. Their preferred option was to actually go through Larry, which Billy Hernan Gomez saved them from themselves. And 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 you know allowed allowed them to actually play a big who was made Jokic work and so I am not looking forward to going small against this Milwaukee team because it's gonna be a free throw line parade for Giannis he gonna put up 45, 15, and twelve <laughs> in three quarters if they go small and but guess you- what we're gonna we will recap we will recap that uh, on Mondays so you know what you know I'm not even gonna be able to recap this is what I'm gonna I- do. I'm 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 a, I'm a clip. I'm a clip everything I say. I'm a clip the last two videos together, and that's gonna be. I'm gonna have the same answers for everything because the same shit gonna happen. We already know this. But, right, you know, just it also, I always mess this up. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe to the channel. Love to hear your thoughts on the Pelicans blowing a 24 point lead. Do you have something to say, Lito? <laughs> I got so much. I got so much to say. We complained about free throw attempts when we gave up 24 points. Like, <laughs> am I missing something? I'll see how I'm ending the recording. <laughs>